Welcome to Lord and Richards Radio, a program that will enable you to become more financially independent and prosperous from a biblical point of view. Tune in each week to learn how to prosper through good markets and bad. Now, here's our host, Colin Richards, Denver's Biblical Investment Advisor. Hi, friends. I'm glad to be with you today on Lord and Richards Radio. I'm Colin Richards founder and president of Lord & Richards. We're a team of advisors who are dedicated to helping people just like you retire financially independent. And we're doing that every single day. On this show, we're discussing investing and planning from the perspective of key biblical principles, a little bit different way of looking at money. We also talk about how to use methods and strategies that will enable you to prosper through both up and down markets. And that's so important in today's volatile world. I'd love to chat with you. My team and I would love to help you talk to you about your specific questions regarding retirement and saving and investing from a biblical point of view. Just give us a call at 720-372-0400. Again, that's 720-372-0400. Well, we're going to step away from the political fray today. I know there's so much going on in the news about the radical changes in Washington how that's going to affect you. We've done shows recently uh, on specific ways that the change in administration in Washington could affect you as a retiree and steps that you can take to address those changes, particularly the negative ones, primarily focusing on the area of taxes and tax planning. But there's a whole lot of ways we're going to see our country changing over the next uh, two to four years. And so I'm going to step away from that fray today, though, and I just want to drop a beam of sunshine down into your life and talk about six ways that you can have a happy retirement. Six steps that you can put in place right now to experience a happy retirement. And of course, here at Lord & Richards, we focus on viewing life and finance and money and goals and planning and saving through the lens of Scripture, through the biblical lens. And our biblical lens today comes from the book of Proverbs, chapter 10, verse 22, and it's one of our core principles at Lord and Richards. Here it is, the blessing of the Lord, it makes rich, and he adds no sorrow with it. So simple, so profound. And that word blessing, you know, when we head over to the New Testament and we look into the book of Matthew and we unpack the Beatitudes, the blessings, blessed are the poor in spirit and so forth, really we could substitute that word happy. Happy are those who are poor in spirit. Happy are the merciful and so on. And here in the book of Proverbs chapter 10, we could substitute that word, the the happiness that comes from the Lord, it makes rich, and he adds no sorrow with it. It's just the opposite of sorrow. It's happiness that endures and that brings true riches. Because let's face it, we understand, folks, that money is just a tool. It is not the goal. It is not the end. It is merely a means, a tool to the end. And it is that which God has entrusted to you so that you can fulfill his purpose for your life. And we know the Bible talks a lot about our primary purpose being to glorify him and to love him and to enjoy him. And of course, going on, the Bible tells us we need to spread that love and that joy and that glory on to others who could uh, become his disciples, 
And so this this uh, particular subject is near and dear to my heart. It is the first of the five biblical priorities that we have established Lord and Richards on as a financial firm. Fear the Lord. The blessing of the Lord, it makes rich, and he adds no sorrow with it, Proverbs 10, 22. And those of you who have been with us a while know the other four. Just keep going right on across the list. Eliminate debt. Why? Because Proverbs says the borrower is slave to the lender. Manage risk as a steward, number three. Why? Because the Bible says wealth gained hastily will dwindle. How about this one, Psalm 71, 9, our fourth core principle. Provide for one another in old age. Do not cast me off in the time of old age. And then Proverbs 13, 22, a good man leaves an inheritance to his children's children. Consider your legacy. So today we're just going to do a deep dive on that first one, fear the Lord, but we're going to do it from the perspective of the blessings that God brings, the blessings that are mentioned in that verse in Proverbs 10, 22. So let's jump in. Are you ready? So the first one, and, and we're not going to be talking specifically about the biblical um, applications of Proverbs 10.22. We're going to be talking about the life applications in retirement, ways that you can pursue happiness in the context of fearing the Lord. I like to put it this way, fear the Lord and have fun doing it. Does that sound sacrilegious to you? Fear the Lord and have fun doing it. God didn't intend for us to be gloomy and grouchy and morose. Well, certainly, You know, we're to weep with those who weep, and there is a time to mourn, but there's also a time for joy. And I believe that for those of you who have planned well and prepared well, or for those of you who might need that help from us at Lord & Richards, the goal is to be in a position economically where you're free to enjoy your retirement, to do the things that you love with the people that you love. We call it financial independence. So once you find yourself on the side of financial independence and you're ready to really enjoy retirement, here's the first step we need to take. Pursue good health. Pursue good health. Boy, it just makes sense, right? Because this body, our earthly tent, we carry around with us for, you know, in an average lifespan, maybe 80 years, 84 years, 85 years, some of us 90 years. And it's so important that our tent be a nice place to live, (laughs) that the body you inhabit is healthy. And I know there's a lot lot of ways we could go on this, and I could spend the entire show today talking about good health. I'll just tell you how I'm putting that in place in my life and trying to make some positive change. Most of us, as we round the new year and we pass January 1st, one of our first New Year's resolutions, if you will, as a, as a kind of a good break in the calendar to begin anew is, hey, I want to get in shape or I want to lose weight or I want to be in better health. And I tell you, there's good reason for doing that. You know, you want to have a body, a tabernacle that's strong and fit and healthy so you can serve the Lord well and also so that you can enjoy your retirement years and not be bogged down by health crises. So for me, it begins with diet and exercise. You know, I'm not ashamed to admit that I need to lose a few pounds. Maybe I should be ashamed of that, but I've been working on this for a number of years and have been moving forward positively each year, and I'm not yet to where I exactly want to be. It's a challenge uh, when one hits middle life, uh, middle age, to lose weight as quickly as you'd like, but 
I've made a habit over the last, oh, about five years, instead of just hit and miss with the exercise or maybe a little treadmill, you know, I've made working out in the gym or working out at home, especially during COVID when we weren't able to go to the gym. I got a good app my son found for me that has a calisthenic-based workout that you can do at home and if you've got a few weights and things like that. But to begin with physical exercise, this is important. You know, the Bible says that bodily exercise does profit a little. We understand that in the light of eternity, there are spiritual values that are of greater worth, but it doesn't mean we should neglect our body. That's a bad testimony. And so have you set aside time each day? I tell you, I love to do it in the morning. I don't know about you, but I love to first sit down with a, a cup of black coffee no sugar, no creamer, just kind of feel like I'm clean. Um, my system isn't taking in any real calories and sit down with the Lord and have my time with in prayer and the word and then move right into somewhere between a 30 and a 45 minute workout. And it's strenuous. You know, if you don't put your body under strain, then it's not going to grow in response to that. Now, you might say, I, I thought I'm not supposed to have stress in my life. Well, a little bit of stress on your muscles and on your frame is good for your body. Your body responds to that and is resilient and heals. If you're just jumping in, this is Colin Richards. I'm Denver's Biblical Investment Advisor and proud to lead a team at Lord & Richards of great folks who are helping folks like you every single day to get retired and stay retired. We call that financial independence. And we're meeting with folks just like you all the time. And it's so fulfilling. You know, to get through a comprehensive planning process, and that does take a little work, by the way, but to get through that process and to see our clients prosper, whether markets are good or bad, up and down or sideways, we call that financial independence. I'd love to talk to you more about how you can take control of your financial future and become truly financially independent and be able to focus on the things we're talking about today, like how to have a happy retirement without worrying about things like money. Give us a call. Here's my number, 720-372-0400. Again, it's 720-372-0400, and let's chat. And by the way, a lot of folks go to our website, and that's great. I'd love for you to check us out at Lord and Richards. That's all spelled out, L-O-R-D-A-N-D, Richards, with an S, dot com. And there you can learn more about us, our values, Uh, Get to meet our team through video and still pictures and their biographies and maybe respond uh, to some of the information that we have there for you. You can reach out to us through the website or you can call us. Here's the number one more time, 720-372-0400. So we're talking about six steps for a happy retirement, the first of which is good health. And I was talking about exercise as an important component. And then, of course, the flip side of that is diet, what we put in what we put into the temple of the Holy Spirit, as we might call it, based on 1 Corinthians 6, 19 and 20. So putting in the right kind of food. Now, granted, my wife is a fantastic baker. She, from the very beginning, seemed determined to turn me into the Pillsbury Doughboy. So it's been a fight for the last 28 years of marriage. Not a literal fight, but a fight against... The Battle of the Bulge, overeating or enjoying those wonderful baked goods that my wife can make or the delicious gourmet meals. And I realize, you know, I'm blessed. Not every every person has the time or the resources, but um, my wife has. And so 
having a well-balanced diet. Uh, for me, I've really enjoyed uh, utilizing the, the ketogenic lifestyle uh, to try to reduce weight, to feel healthier, have greater mental clarity, as well as uh, intermittent fasting. So the Bible commends fasting as a spiritual exercise, so that's one thing. But also, uh, we have great science out there today that tells us that our, our cells really respond well and can potentially last longer when exposed regularly to intermittent fasting. Now, these are trends and these are popular things to do right now, and probably there'll be better stuff in the future. You know, my wife loves Noom because it's, it's uh, simple and easy and she gets to enjoy a little bit of everything. But whatever it is for you, why not start with a good health resolution, a good health resolution to exercise and to eat right and get ahead of the curve rather than fighting it on the other side. You know what they say, an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. How about number two? So next to good health, how about good friendships, good companionship? You know, we are wired for connection. When we retire, if you've had a normal job or working career, you're going to now have 2,000 extra hours on your hands, not counting the commute that you might have had per year. What do you want to do with those 2,000 hours? Well, I suggest... Why not think about investing your life in other people? Wow, what a privilege to invest your life in other people. You know, someone has wisely said, only one life will soon be passed. Only what's done for Christ will last. And what I think is eternal is people. People are eternal. Pouring your life into others. Developing friendships that are dynamic friendships. Friendships that reflect not only your relationship with that person, but a relationship with Christ. And of course, friendships that help introduce others to Christ. You know, that's wonderful. We're not, we're not supposed to be silos. We're not supposed to be islands. We're not supposed to be just individuals tucked away in our home. We're supposed to reach out through our life. And I've been blessed here over the last couple of months, just more people than I've ever seen before that are just pouring their lives into others, you know, ladies who are involved in Bible study groups and so forth. And so I'm so blessed to, to watch the good example of my clients in this area of companionship and friendship. How about this third one? How about a sense of purpose, a sense of purpose? Now, again, as Christians, if you know the Lord, then the purpose is right there in front of you. It's staring you in the face, isn't it? To glorify God, to tell others about him, to have a life that is lived with the goal of giving and not just taking. I heard a really, really great idea today, and I was listening to a podcast, and uh, one of my friends who's also in the financial services industry told the story of a man he met who decided rather than living life from the perspective of scarcity, in other words, you know, I've always got to get a deal, I've always got to get a discount, you know, because there's not enough money to go around and I want to make sure I get, you know, the best deal. This friend decided that he would instead always overpay. You say, wait a minute, that doesn't sound like I'm being a good steward. Well, listen to, to what happened. So, you know, somebody comes and gives a bid on doing some landscaping in your yard, ever think about just saying, hey, I'm going to give 10% more. I'm going to give you 10% more for that job that you just bid on. Well, once you pick them up off the floor, 
you'll realize that what you've just done is you've empowered and motivated and encouraged that person to do their absolute best and, of course, done something good for somebody in return. Now, I'm not saying that has to be the rule of your life like it was for this individual, but I just think finding ways to be a giver provides such an amazing sense of purpose, an amazing sense of why we are here. If you're just jumping in, this is Colin Richards, and you're listening to The Lord and Richards Show. I'm Denver's Biblical Investment Advisor, and I'm proud to be joining you today on behalf of my team who is helping folks just like you every single day to get retired and stay retired and live a financially independent and secure life. You know, it is possible for you to plan and invest in such a way that you're not bothered by severe market downturns, that you're prospering whether the markets are going up, down, or sideways, to create your own personal economy so that you can focus on things that really matter, just like what we're talking about today, how to have a happy retirement. We're talking today about this biblical principle, Proverbs 10, 22, the blessing of the Lord, it makes rich and he adds no sorrow with it. I'd love to talk to you some more, visit with you about how to have a happy and prosperous retirement. Just pick up the phone. Here's my number, 720-372-0400. Again, 720-372-0400. I'd love to talk to you. Also, you can look us up at lordandrichards.com. So we're talking about once you secure your income and once you secure your lifestyle and you've achieved financial independence, and that's the name of our process, a financial independence review, and that's completely free for anyone who wants to come in, no charge, to sit down, visit with us, and get a review on your preparedness for retirement. Happy to do that for you. But once we pass that step, now it's time to focus on what really matters in life. How about this one? You know, we focus on good health, companionship and friendship, your purpose and being a giver. How about having a grateful spirit? This is considered one of the pinnacles in terms of attitude and frame of mind. As a matter of fact, in some business circles, it's considered the ideal state to be in to work at your optimum when you are grateful, thankful. You know, not long ago, we passed through the Thanksgiving season, and I hate to rename that other names like Turkey Day and stuff, because it's not about turkeys. I I could care less about turkeys. As a matter of fact, I think turkeys have to have something on them to taste good, you know, some spices or some gravy, or uh, my wife likes to inject it full of stuff. What matters about that day is the attitude and spirit of being thankful, to pause and give thanks to God for the people that he's brought into your life for the position that you're in. Most of my clients are are really so grateful. And I was talking to somebody earlier today and they just said, how are you doing? I said, I'm doing better than I deserve. As a matter of fact, if I I was doing any better, I'd be twins. (laughs) But you know, when your heart's not full of gratitude, it kind of shrivels up and and we're not at our optimal level of performance in life or enjoyment of life. And so if you want to have lower stress, if you want to have a a happy, joy-filled attitude, gratitude is where to start. You know, begin each day just thanking God and thanking others for what they've done in your life. Here's another one that I found that is so critical to the success that many of my clients are having in having a happy, joy-filled retirement. Continuous learning. 
you know, one of the most important things to do when we retire is to continue to stretch and to develop not only our bodies, but our brain. You know, and I think most of us know this and we've heard it enough. If we put our brain in neutral, what we found is that people's life expectancy shortens up. You know, when we get inactive physically, when we get inactive mentally, it's like we're inviting early demise. That's not what we want. We want to have a continuous learning mindset where we're stretching our mind, staving off maybe some of the challenges of old age when it comes to thinking and logic, and instead staying out there in the front. And you and I can name people who have managed in their 70s, 80s, and even 90s to stay extremely mentally active. And this does tie back to the physical activity because when you are staying properly active physically, then it stimulates your neurons. It stimulates your mind and you're thinking better. This is one of the great secrets that's out there for people who have jobs that are difficult, where a lot of concentration is involved, that physical exercise links up with our mind and helps us think better and come to better conclusions. And you do do your best work. And then how about this one? Number six, a passion for adventure. (laughs) Staying active, doing things together. You know, my wife and I started our marriage this way when we were still dating in college. You know, we were part of a college trip and we went overseas and got to tour uh, parts of the British Isles. I remember, of course, my wife has always been full of vim and vigor. She grew up in a family where adventure was the name of the game. And so she happened to be in some high heels because we had just done a concert. We were both musicians and we were part of a choir. And so um, at the time, there wasn't time to change. And we went out and saw the Giant's Causeway. And my wife's out there leaping from stone to stone. You know, (laughs) I'm just like, what are you doing? But that sense of adventure... Uh, Two years ago, we found ourselves in Prague, the city of Prague, and we decided, let's try out these little scooters, right? And we've got great little companies, Bird and so forth, where you can hop on a scooter and just see an urban area probably faster than you could ever walk it. It was so much fun. Of course, the challenge with Prague is that it's full of cobblestones, right? So I don't have false teeth, but if I had, they would have shook right out of my head going over those cobblestones. As a matter of fact, it's hard to see your eyeballs shaking your head, but it was a blast. What have you done that's adventurous? You know, our family loves to get up in the mountains and ski. Uh, we love to, to get out on the dirt bikes. Or if it's just hiking and walking and seeing and going to new places and experiencing new things, Denver has a fantastic restaurant scene. And I know we're limited, but a lot of restaurants have gone to great effort to open their doors. Why not go out and experience a, a new culinary experience? Right? Read up on what's going on in in town and find out who the hot new chefs are and go out and show your support. So here are the six steps. And they, they, they're like a spider web. They go off in every direction. But beginning with good health, physical health, with diet, regular exercise. And that exercise needs to get your heart pumping, right? Cardio as well as strength training. Right into our old age, you know, that strength training is extremely valuable for bone density and longevity. Pursuing good friendships and companionships, pouring your life into others. Having a sense of purpose or giving. Having a grateful spirit, which really activates you. It makes you your best version of yourself and allows you to perform at the highest level. 
seeking to learn continuously, never stop learning, challenging our minds, and then having a passion for adventure. Whether you're single or whether you're married, taking on new opportunities, doing new things. These are just some of the many ways that we can honor this biblical principle, Proverbs 10:22, The blessing of the Lord, it makes rich, and he adds no sorrow with it. Blessing means happy. Let us help you get into a position where you can become truly financially independent. Let us help you put you in a place where money isn't your worry. It's how to fill up the 2,000 hours that you've just been granted during one of the most spectacular times of your life when you've given, been given the gift of time. We want to help you at Lord & Richards. Write this down. Here's our phone number, 720-372-0400. Again, 720-372-0400. I would love to talk to you. I would love to find out more about your situation. And we'd love to give you counsel and friendship on your journey towards financial independence. And of course, switch over to our website, lordandrichards.com. There you'll learn more about our team, our values, the investments, strategies that we propose to our clients, and really at the core of it, our philosophy, our five key biblical principles. Fear the Lord. Honor God with your life. The blessing of the Lord makes rich and he adds no sorrow with it. Eliminate debt. Manage risk as a steward. Provide for one another in old age and consider your legacy. I hope you've enjoyed our time together, and we look forward to talking to you more next week on another edition of The Lord and Richard Show. Thank you for joining us today, and we wish you God's many blessings along your road to financial independence. Investment advisory service is offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC.